All right. So we just jumped off my live talking all things with the beautiful Kate Scudder, who has recently rebranded to the millionaire mother. And we started talking all about just this beautiful metamorphosis that happens as a mother and what we go through and why Kate has created this incredible experience and offerings called the matriarch because it's all about embodying that and stepping into that. And so before we dive deep into being a mother and a millionaire, because yes, you absolutely can be both and are both uh, innately in the wisdom within you. Kate, why don't you share just like a little bit about you know, your journey and why you decided to create this because you used to be known as the girl boss and that's what it was all about. And now you are pregnant again with your third. Congratulations. So excited for you. you. And we met almost five and a half years ago now when I was pregnant with my first daughter, Amelia. So talk about such a full circle moment. Um, I want you to just share like why the matriarch, why the change from the girl boss to where you are now, um, and just a little bit about you, and then we're going to dive in. A hundred percent. So thank you for having me, Ali. It's so great to be here. And as we were just sharing on our live Instagram live conversation, it's so, it's so perfect and so relevant that we are talking about our relationship and where we met and the point in time that we met and we actually have met and been together in person. I was on this whirlwind press tour in Los Angeles. It was pre-COVID days and very much doing the like girl boss circuit and not under that name, but totally in that identity. I was joking on the live. Like, I think I was even wearing a red power suit. when I was pretty sure you were wearing a power suit. (laughs) And it's so, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a power suit, but uh, I... One of the taglines for this upcoming workshop that I am facilitating called Matriarch is goodbye, girl boss. Hello, Matriarch. And the intention behind that title is not to be derogatory or insulting or shaming of any woman who is fiercely and ambitiously pursuing her dreams. I'm still doing that. And that was the core of my business identity for the first several years of running my business. The evolution in myself, and I'll speak for myself, Allie, the evolution of my own identity and my own relationship with my business ambition, with my mode of operating, In that girl boss season of being a maiden, you know, being married, but not having kids, it's very, I mean, it's to say it's very different is like the biggest understatement of all time. (laughs) Your capacity is different. Time is different. Responsibilities are different. Everything is different and different isn't bad, but different is different. And what, what I see mothers doing, and I've been doing this work for nearly seven years, I have coached thousands of women personally. I have coached hundreds and hundreds of mothers. What I have seen is that when moms, when business owners become moms or moms become business owners, there is this thing that happens whereby we make ourselves feel like we're doing it wrong. Either we're doing motherhood wrong, we're doing business wrong, we're not consistent enough, we're not pushing ourselves enough, we're not competitive enough, we've lost our edge. 
somehow mom brain and the lack of verbal articulation, which is, by the way, a natural research-backed neurochemistry shift that happens when we become moms. We make ourselves wrong for having all these shifts happen, so we start to feel lesser than. We start to feel like we're failing as a girl boss. And so much of what my brand stands for and what this matriarch workshop is designed to do is to truly show mother entrepreneurs, not only that there is another way, but to actually unpack how this other way aligns with your body's chemistry, with your soul's resonance in this new identity and season as a mother. And when we embrace that rather than resist that, we actually have access to our superpowers in business. We actually have access to create way more success from the seat of our motherly power instead of trying to pretend like we're still in this old identity and version of ourselves. Yes. Oh, so powerful. And I love that you spoke to, you know, that there is such a metamorphosis and it is also a surrender, right? Like I know we talked about on the live, like there is so much surrender and surrender is not easy for any of us. Like I know speaking for me personally, like the idea of letting go of the old alley of the quote unquote celebrity stylist, you know, top rated, all the things that I had really consumed myself around in the titles of like, this is who, you know, I am, this is who I identify as, this is how I show up. That when I became a mother and I wasn't able to literally physically go because I had a pretty traumatic birth for those that know my story and, you know, had a C-section and was not able to physically go to a client's or go to a set or do the things that I was doing every single day it felt so like debilitating, not just physically, obviously because of the C-section, but in the mind in emotionally, spiritually, like everything. And I hung on so hard to like, how do I get back to that? How do I, how do I go back to what I was doing? I gotta, I gotta get back. I gotta get back. I just I take my daughter with me. And I remember uh, one time going on set when I was like feeling like I could go, which I could not at all, but I forced myself to go when I took her with me. And I was literally crying in the dressing room, like while my models and actresses were getting changed and nobody knew, but I was crying in a corner, holding her nursing, trying to just pretend and get through. And I remember sitting there and being like, fuck, like, I don't want to let this go, but like, I don't also want to not be there for her. I don't even know who I am. Like, what am I doing here? And I was having such a like dark moment. And that was before really like the dark night of the soul really came in and like the shedding and the letting go. But I say that because I think that before the surrender happens, I've even seen in my own work with, you know, coaching clients and moms and women that that holding that I have to stay there. I can't let go of this. That actually is what keeps us from what you just spoke to so beautifully, which is our amazing superpowers, our gifts, because we're holding on to something that doesn't exist anymore, even if we don't realize it and we're clinging and whatever we resist persists, right? And so we stay in that. And I did until literally the ego death came, the dark night of the soul came and it forced me out of all that. And then, you know, into the light, but man, was it dark. Oh my God. So true. And thank you for sharing a little bit of your birth story as well. I'm curious. I feel like I read this somewhere, Allie, but with your second, you had a V-back, right? Yeah, baby. I had a V-back and with my third, I had a home birth. Oh, so, so, so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Well, I just want to draw a parallel to exactly what you have described with such precision and such beauty. This 
clinging, this resisting to that surrender that happens to our identity and how that causes so much pain, so much friction, so much grief, confusion with who we are in our businesses. In my experience, and this is what is so amazing, moms who are listening, your motherhood and birthing journey has everything to teach you about the pathway forward to run your business. And Mm. in my experience, so I also had a very traumatic first birth with Ella. I did have a vaginal delivery, but I was literally begging them for a C-section on the table, but it was so hard. I had a third degree tear. I couldn't walk across the room by myself for six weeks. It was like, it was, I had nurses holding my legs up to my ears and screaming push. There were like doctors chatting on the phone as Ella was crowning. It was, it was horrible. It was everything yeah. I didn't want. And we planned for a home birth, blah, 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 had to transfer it, the whole thing. Right. I get it. I get right. it. And I feel like that happens so much with, with the, the, the first birth, right? Like I, same with me. It was like, I planned on a birth center birth and was transferred. And like 42 hours later, there was a C-section. So yeah. I feel, I feel for you. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I did so much healing work around that, but what I wanted to say in the parallel I wanted to draw is that when we resist, and it's interesting because, you know, I took first time mom, didn't know what to expect. I took the, it was also COVID. I had my whole pregnancy during Mm -hmm. COVID. We conceived January 1st, 2020. And so I spent the first trimester of slash quarter of 2020 in fetal position on the couch, feeling so nauseous. And then when I was finally starting to get my mojo back and emerge into the pregnancy glow of the second trimester, the entire world shut down. And so that pregnancy experience was challenging in that sense, because it was very isolating. And so when I, so I I took, um, my husband and I took a hypnobirthing class online, didn't connect with anybody else in person, had no in-person like birth training or anything. Um, so I thought, okay, I'm prepared. I'm doing a hypnobirthing class. But what I realized is when the intensity began in labor, I was using my breath. And I feel like you'll really appreciate this, Ali, as a breathwork practitioner, I was using my breath to almost brace myself and resist Mm -hmm. the sensations and the shift. And therefore I experienced a fuck ton of pain. I hope I can start your Oh No, you're fine. You're good. I experienced, I experienced so much pain and my second birth, I did so much work. I just need to give a shout out to Karen Welton, who I hired as a birth coach. She is painful. I worked with Karen too. I love her. She's amazing. She's She's incredible. Um, And I, so I did a lot of work with her. I worked with this incredible pelvic floor therapist, like womb woman. She's incredible. And I really concentrated and actively worked on my own healing and the biggest change. And I have to tell you, Jack was also born at home. My second, it was the most redemptive experience of my life. It was the most powerful, powerful doesn't even begin to cut it. It was the single most peak experience I have had was birthing Jack. And he was born at home in the water. He was 11 pounds, 10 pounds, 15 ounces. And I barely tore it all. I was walking across the house the same afternoon and it was so extraordinary. And do you want to know the difference in those birds? The biggest difference is that every wave, every tsunami roar of sensation, I use my breath to welcome it. I let 
all of the walls of resistance go and let it wash through me. And I just have to say that for anyone who's experienced labor, for anyone, even if you haven't, if you can just imagine that, the parallel in your business is the same. When we are white knuckling our old identity, when we are resisting the change that, you know what, is happening, like it or not, that baby <laughs> when we're in labor is coming through, like it or not. I just want to share this here because this was one of the things that, gave me so much courage during labor that I didn't yeah. even know I needed. My midwife, who's been a midwife for 30 years, said to me, she said, Kate, a woman who is in a coma, who goes into labor will deliver. The body will eject the wow. baby without any conscious pushing or efforting. And that is such an extraordinary fact and such an extraordinary indicator to what our body's wisdom is. And if we are allowing our businesses to metamorphosize, to be transformed in the same way that our biz our bodies do during labor, then we can meet the new iteration, the new expression of life force that is waiting for us on the other side in our businesses. Just like when we surrender during birth, that's when we meet our baby. Yes. Oh, that was so powerful. And I love that you said that about the breath because it's so true. Like I see with so many clients I'm like, well, I breathe. And I'm like, yeah, there's no judgment here. Cause I did the same. You're just breathing. You're not actually deeply consciously, like you spoke so powerfully getting into the body, allowing it to move you through, allowing the nervous system to truly settle into homeostasis and be in that rest and digest place where everything can just flow so magically just like when a baby comes through and the first thing they do is take their first breath right like i'm sure when you birth jack in the tub and the first thing was you know he took his first breath earth side and it's like that beautiful homeostasis of it going into his stomach into his chest and out like that's what you had to surrender to but we don't naturally breathe that way we stay shallow and we just think we're breathing and then we continue on, but the body is asking for that deepening so much, especially when we are at home, like you said, and you know, you're, you know, you don't have anything right for the quote unquote pain, right? Cause I love that Karen also, I love we both worked with her. I didn't even know that um, full circle moment, but you know, like she speaks to, it's not even pain, right? It's those true evolutions of that depth that's moving you through, that's allowing the body to process, to move you into bringing your baby earth side. And so that your breath has to shift, your breath has to change and you have to deepen. And I love that wisdom because I also had to learn that with Arlie, when I had my V back in the hospital, I had her during COVID in the height of 2020 and May. And, you know, I just remember that I was like, at home first, I was in the tub, I was, you know, laboring, I was really surrendering to breath, I was allowing myself and the labor, you know, progressed, whereas like with Amelia, it really didn't progress. So I was so grateful that I was progressing, everything was moving. And then we had to transfer, you know, the hospital because we had planned on having her in the hospital. I remember seeing the tub and being like, should I just stay here? <laughs> but it was like, no, we'd already planned it. We told my doctor, my doula, like all the things. My doula couldn't go with me because of COVID, you know, the rules. So my husband and I, you know, Justin and I went and I just remember even that that switch of going from being in the dark at home in my space to getting into bright lights, everyone trying to mask, doing all these things that I was like going into this fight or flight. And I really had to deepen in and use the breath and use my meditation and start to really get inward to allow her to start to come forward. Mm -hmm. And she got stuck at the end. Long story short, for those that don't know this story, when it came to like the literal pushing phase, 
she got stuck at the very end. And I just remember my doctor looking at me and saying like, okay, she got stuck. And now you're, she's, you know, you're spiking a fever. Like I can only let this go out for so much longer. And then we're going to have to transfer. And I remember these two moments specifically. One was the fight or flight of, oh no, not again, not another C-section. I did not come this far. I'm not fucking doing it. You're not taking the OR. And the other part of me that was like this beautiful surrender of like, you're going to trust, you've done the work, you've done so much healing, you've done so many teachings, you've moved into this space. We're going to trust that this is going to happen. And we're going to do everything we can to get into the body and release this resistance. And that's when I turned mm-hmm. to Justin and I said, give me my AirPods, please. I put on my fear releasing playlist that I had saved. It was a whole meditation and breath work. And I started doing it. And I swear, I still, Kate, to this day, I don't know how to explain it. And I know you'll understand it, but I started seeing like these swirls of like purple and pink and like all this, like just beautiful, like heavenly lights. And it was almost like I was out of my body, having an out of body experience, seeing myself above where I was pushing, where I was like sitting up in this, like, you know, crazy, like, you know, um, squatting position, you know, trying to push her out. And I just could see myself and I, and I felt like I could feel, but I was not there. It was, I still to this day, I don't have the words, honestly, but it didn't matter. I, I knew that I was part of something bigger. I was allowing something more to happen. And I just continued to breathe and I continued to meditate. And next thing I knew, I heard him say, push. And in that moment, I just gave it all I got. I got, you know, into the body, into the breath. And there she came. And next thing I knew I was back in that space, laying down in disbelief, hysterical crying. She was crying on my chest. And it was like, Mm. holy shit, I did it. And it was like, I looked at my husband, I was hysterical. And I, I was like, I can't, I can't, I, I had no words. I couldn't believe that it had happened and that she had come so through. It was so powerful. And then fast forward to my son at home, like that was a whole nother level of like, oh my God, I had a home birth. Like, you know, like my husband looked at me and was like, you fucking did it. You know, I was like, you know what I mean? Like, and you're right. It's these powerful, powerful moments that move us forward. And I love that you related it to the paradigm of your business too, because it's like, you get to have that shift in your business too and more. And so this is such a beautiful way to move into being a millionaire and being a mother because it's not separate. It's one and the same. So speak to that because you are living proof. You are doing it. You are embodying it and you are teaching it. And that is why the matriarch. And that's why I'm seriously so honored to get to be an affiliate of this program and to get to share it and help thousands of women just even join your you know few days of the first free incredible live experience of being with you and getting to step into this and then those that choose to move forward and work with you like holy moly are you ready for a ride because she's going to take you on it <laughs> absolutely i mean oh thank you ali thank you for those beautiful beautiful reflections you know to your question of like speak to the millionaire and the mother and how these pieces fit together Culturally, historically, we have been told and sold the story that motherhood is over here and raising babies is over here and motherly wisdom is over here and is relevant and necessary and important in the home and raising children. And that's it. And over here, and obviously you're listening to this on audio, but I'm pointing to two different sides over here is business savvy over here is financial success over here is what it looks like to crush it in the business world and the models that we have for what crushing it in the business world in quotations looks like is either the 
you know, the man working like a man on a man's body clock, on a man's time frame and schedule. It's like we either have to work like a man and sacrifice our body's wisdom and knowing, or we have to like muscle up and do this girl boss thing and neglect what our bodies are telling us. And I am just like so obsessed that as I'm describing this, Allie, you are breastfeeding. Um, it's so perfect because this is, this is exactly it. And what I am here bringing forward and what the Millionaire Mother brand stands for, what this matriarch workshop is designed to unpack is what I call a sacred third. What if motherly wisdom wasn't only relevant, healing, and profoundly beautiful? It's not only the healing agent and the nutritive quality that makes and sustains and nurtures a family. What if that very wisdom had everything to show us about creating success in our business, not by working like a man to succeed like a man, not working like a maiden to crush it like a maiden. What if there was a way to bring all of the nutrients, all of the relevance, all of the instincts of a mother's wisdom into a business setting. And what does that look like? That is what we are doing inside of Matriarch. That is what we are unpacking. And that is what I'm bringing forward. And as somebody who started her company almost seven years ago, uh, but has been a mother for the last three years, you guys, I became a millionaire after becoming a mom, I was, I had started my business and I had experienced success, but when the, the year that I had Ella was my first seven figure year in business. And I have made millions of dollars since becoming a mother and raising two kids under three pregnant with my third. I didn't have all of the success before becoming a mom. It was while becoming a mom. And I will tell you that I did not do it by hustling my way into the ground. I did not do it by grinding myself and sacrificing my family life, my body. I breastfed both of my children. I am, I work from home and I see them throughout the day. I have a gorgeous relationship with my husband where we go on date nights every single week and truly are devoted to the sanctity and sacrimony of our marriage, because that is the foundation of love for our entire family. Like I am not creating millions of dollars in the old paradigm. I'm doing it from the seat of my motherly power. And I am on a mission to show thousands and thousands of other women how to do the same. Wow. So I chills. So powerful. Uh, yes. Then I, I said, Ava was struggling and I said to my husband, I'm like, just give him to me. And, and I appreciate you saying that and sharing that because I think it's so important, right? Because this is how we show and we show up and we embody what we're speaking to, like that these things happen because we are mothers. I have three little ones. I have a five-year-old, I have a three-year-old and I have a almost one-year-old, which is insane. He'll be one in September. But like I just had him. And it's like, you know, like you said it so beautifully. It's like, we get to do it all in flow and in the beautiful essence of who we are as mothers, not as, you know, who, you know, we used to be not as the grind. Like, I think that's so important because I feel like that was a huge part of like my learning too. Kate was like, when I first really came out of the postpartum depression, and then I started, you know, healing even more and, you know, had Arlie my second and started to finally find my power, my, my gifts really started to come online. And then I became certified in breath work. 
it was really understanding that like, okay, but we're not going to go back to this grinding culture just because you found so much of your gifts, just because you're being moved into this new powerful season. Like we're going to still stay in flow. We're going to still stay in surrender. And I feel like a lot of moms, I know for myself personally, sometimes get stuck where I don't allow that surrender. I don't allow, you know, the, the beauty and wisdom within me. So can you share a little bit about that? Cause I know this is going to be hugely the experience that everyone will be joining for free, but tell us a little bit about like, you know, that I think that, you know, I, I just, I love that April is here present on this conversation because this is it, right? The old paradigm or that part you're talking about of the parts of you or the parts of the women who are listening that we're, that is our conditioning where our conditioning comes up and says, oh my God, like I can't do this or, oh my gosh, like it's so important to look at where is my conditioning telling me. And by the way, we all have conditioning. It's like, it's the air that we breathe in. It is the water that we swim in. It's not, you're not doing anything to have conditioning. You are a human who was born in a society at a particular point in time from a particular family lineage that has passed on their cellular DNA, beliefs, stories, you're part of a culture that passes that on. And what that means is that all of us inherit stories and beliefs. And the story that for many mother entrepreneurs that we inherit is the sounds of a baby crying, the needs of a baby's hunger. Like, oh my God, I can't possibly air this podcast episode because that quote unquote ruined the episode or that quote unquote fucked up the professionalism. And that is a story. And one of the things, Ali, I'll never forget, um, I made this choice really, really early in my career with Ella because my whole body of work is around empowering women. And I made this conscious decision very early in my postpartum with my first is that I was going to breastfeed her on my coaching calls. I was going to breastfeed her in my teachings as, as long as she wanted to. And she, of her own accord, stopped taking my breasts at three months and I exclusively pumped. So fed her through my breast milk until she was a year old, like 11 and a half months. And so I would be pumping on calls. I would be changing bottles while I was delivering a masterclass. I would be doing what I needed to do to feed my daughter. And every single moment, I'm not going to lie. I have conditioning too. There was a part of me that's like, oh my God, my clients have seen my areolas. Like, am I even legitimate anymore? You know, um, I'd like have milk stains all over my shirt. Maybe I'm like a has-been and not professional, but that it's so important moms like that we recognize, oh, isn't that interesting? That is the internalized patriarchy making me feel less relevant when in reality, it is a physiological process and you are giving your baby nutrients. It doesn't diminish your intelligence. It doesn't diminish your authority. It doesn't diminish your expertise. And if anything, if you work with women in any capacity, you embodying your motherly identity now is a way paving breath of permission for every single woman that you encounter. And so I just want to say for any women out there, which is probably all of us who question ourselves or think, oh my gosh, my whether it is I look less put together or the sound of my baby crying makes me seem less professional or um, me not being able to find the exact words in the same way that I used to makes me seem less intelligent or whatever stories like notice the conditioning and then start to create space between the thoughts 
and your perceived sense of their reality. And when you start to create that distance, then you can make a new decision about what you want to do. And so just like on this call, Allie, it's such a beautiful demonstration. You made the decision of hubby's giving you the signal that baby needs you. You could push him away and say, no, no, babe, I'm working. You made this decision, which is so beautiful for all of us to get to witness to say, no, welcome him in. And his little cries in this episode only enhanced and brought forward a more important message for moms to hear. And that is exactly, it's like a micro example of what running your business from the seat of your motherly power looks like and can look like for all women. So this is what we're going to be exploring inside of Matriarch, inside of the three-day workshop. I'm sure Ali's going to include those links in the show notes to this episode, but this is exactly an example of what we are going to be exploring inside of Matriarch. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. And it's true. Like, you know, I love that you said the conscious decision, right? Because every moment we get to make a choice and we can do it consciously or unconsciously. And there's no judgment in that because I, of course, used to make tons of decisions unconsciously that I wasn't recognizing until I started awakening, hence my show being called Awakening with Allie now and all about awakening to so much of our spiritual gifts and our soul. It's okay, bud. And, you know, my husband was standing on the stairs to be really transparent and honest and he was having a blow up and he was like, you know, finger on the clock, like, you know, like he's losing it, you know, kind of thing. And I just looked at him and I'm like, it's okay. Just bring him over. I'll I'll nurse him. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And I share that because I think also too, and we can love our men because they're amazing and they're our partners and they're our support and everything. But sometimes they also don't have that moment to make that conscious choice or that conscious shift of like, oh, they're just hungry or, you know, and they get wrapped up and they get upset about what's going on. And I, and I get that and I can hold space for that. But at the same time, I used to melt down from that. I used to then like what you spoke to go, go, go away, go away. I'm working, go away, go away. And I would, you know, contract and I would be like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And I just share that because I love that you spoke to so beautifully of like, no, you can put it all together and it doesn't make you unprofessional. You can show it all. And it not only helps you to move through all you're going through, but it shows up for everyone else who wants to embody this and be able to do that too. And gives them the permission, not that they needed it to see, oh, that is part of this journey. I do get to show up and be nursing. I do get to show up, like you said, and be washing bottles, speaking to my client, but also nursing my baby, like whatever it looks like my toddler's coming in and needs to sit with me and, and get, get a huggle, you know, a hug and a cuddle because a huggle, I just came up with a new word. Uh, <laughs> a huggle, a huggle, a hug and a cuddle because they're having, they're melting down, you know, like, oh, it's okay. Right. You know, it's like, it's just allowing that, right? And not getting caught up in the stories of like what's going on. Do you want to say hi? I think 100%. Hi, honey, Benny. Um, He's so sweet. He's almost exactly Jack's age. And yes, it's so true. Like when we acknowledge the needs that are actually present and instead of trying to resist them, allow them in we create so much space and it's a gift in our businesses. It's a gift in our homes. It's a gift in our families. And I feel like the main theme running through this conversation, Allie, is like less resistance, more allowing. And when we do that, we have smoother births, we have smoother parenting experiences, and we have smoother business experiences as well. 
Yeah. I love that you brought that up because it's true. It's like, what a way to bring it full circle is like this, what we spoke to before, even on the live of like that, 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 that white knuckling, that tightness, that holding on to, oh, I have to get back to that. It's like, no, just allowing, letting go of the resistance, trusting in the true surrender, trusting that, like you said, you're going to create more space. You're going to allow more. And the more we do allow, the more it flows. And you are a living, breathing, beautiful example of that. And I just thank you for what you have created, what your mission is, what you're doing. I am so excited to get to be a part of it all and join and and, and be in the space and be in your energy with other incredible women and share our wisdom and be together. It's going to be so powerful and so beautiful. And yeah, anyone who's listening, you know, that this pulled at your soul, whether you're a mother already, I know I have a lot of moms who listen, or you are thinking about at one day wanting to be a mom, this is for you. You know, this is truly going to give you not just permission, but it's going to open you up so much to your soul, to who you truly are. And like Kate said, squash the old paradigm, get rid of the old stories, let go of what we've been conditioned to believe for so long and step into new, because you guys know, if you guys have been here listening to Awakening with Allie, I talk all about new earth, the new paradigm, it's here, it's already happening. And Kate is a true way shower in this space. So come join us. It's going to be magical. Oh, thank you so much, Allie. I've loved this conversation. And absolutely, if you're listening, 1 million percent, come get in the room, join us for Matriarch. It's free and it will be a catalytic and transformative experience for you, for your home, for your experience of motherhood and for your business. Yes. And tell us just one more time, Kate, the dates of it. And guys, my link will be in the show notes, as Kate mentioned. So you'll be able to click it directly. And um, if you do see this on Instagram or elsewhere on social, the links will also be in my bio. So you can go to my link tree and you'll see it'll say matriarch. Yeah, it'll say matriarch and you can join. A million percent. So the dates are August 28th, 29th, and 30th. You need to register before the 28th of August in order to get access to the replays. The live workshop will be taking place at noon Eastern, so 11 Central each day. Um, You can catch the replay if you can't be there live, but I would say do whatever you can to get in the room live. The energy with thousands of other women is going to be absolutely extraordinary, and we just can't wait to see you there. Yes. Amazing. Thank you, everyone. And guys, I always say on Awakening with Allie, ask yourself what this awakened you to and just allow yourself to explore because you are worth it. You are worth so much more and we are divinely created to receive it all as souls. So love, light and blessings to all. Kate, thank you so much for being you love. So happy to have you. Thank you, Allie. Thank you.